0: hello all you gore fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man Doing good. How's it going? Not bad. I was wondering if you wanted to go to a on a camping um, expedition with me into the middle of these like weird swamps. That even if there isn't some maniac killer ghost out there, you're going to get killed by mosquitoes.
1: Oh, so we're, we're going to gather up a giant hunting party and go hunt a ghost?
0: Yeah, we need to gather up a hunting party of amazing horror actors and actresses to get together to go out after this other amazing horror actor
1: yes exactly man dude i know i said it man we did hatchet way back in the day i checked those episode 15 damn but but holy crap is hatchet such a fun time anytime you're watching it
0: oh i haven't seen part two like we're doing hatchet two from uh 2010 directed by adam green uh written as well not just
1: directed an edward trifecta from adam green
0: really nice
1: It's So much that, like, on some copies, it's just called Adam Green's Hatchet 2.
0: Very true. I would say, oh, that's what mine says. Yep. Which I finally did today get my copy of Hatchet 2 in the mail, where I'm sitting there and I hear the mail truck go driving by, and I'm just at the window, like, give it to me. (laughs) But (laughs) I haven't seen this movie in so long, and I think I only ever saw it once before. And God, is it good.
1: This, this and 3, I toss back and forth between my favorite and the franchise. Yeah. Like, I love these two a lot. I, I mean, the whole franchise is great, but as far as the whole series, 2 and 3, I always jump back and forth between my favorite on.
0: It's been a while since I've seen 3 as well. Isn't that one, it's like a little over an hour long, and it's just like kills the entire time. Is that when the military oh, yeah. comes in? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it gets wild. 3 is a fun time. So is this, though. Um, so, yeah... Uh, Hatchet 2 from 2010. Edward Trifecta, uh, directed, written, and produced by Adam Green, rated R. You ready to get into
0: this thing? Yeah, let's go.
1: Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I love when movies do this. It starts literally at the end
0: of Hatchet. Yes. Like
1: that scene.
0: Oh, yeah. one And it's just like, boom, you're right in the shit. And Liz is like, oh, what's going on?
1: You have to pause and explain Hatchet won the ending. They fought, she's on a boat, he popped out of the water. Yeah. (laughs) The role of Mary Beth, this time, is played by Danielle Harris, and she will reprise that role for the rest of the series. So, I mean, look, the girl who played her in the first movie, I don't remember her name. She did great, but look, it's Danielle Harris. I'm stoked.
0: Yeah, you cannot, but like as soon as you see Daniel Harris show up, especially with like the rest of this cast, you're like, oh yeah. I also love that Mary Beth, Daniel Harris in this movie is a total badass, and she gets even more badass as the movies go. But she's like four and a half feet tall, a hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> the shotgun she has is double her size, but she pulls it off and you believe it of like, I'm not gonna fuck with that lady.
1: Oh, no, you don't question it at all during this movie. No.
0: Well, also, she's like... uh, Is this in Louisiana, right? Yeah. It's, it just reminds me of, like, Bayou people. Of, like, she can take your jaw off with, like, her hand really quick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it starts right at the end of Hatchet 1. Victor Crowley's popping up on the little boat she's on. So, she gouges his eyes out on the boat. He drops back in the water. She swims to shore. And... She's pulled into another boat, like, after she goes downriver, by this guy who, if you remember, was in the first Hatchet movie as well.
0: Yes, uh, the guy who was drinking his pee in the boat, correct?
1: Yes, that guy. Oh, don't worry about him, he's just some crazy local who likes to drink his own piss. That guy.
0: I also love he brings her back to the cabin, and to, like, console her, he hands her, like, it's not a bedpan, but it's one of those things you just piss into, like, at a hospital. (gasps)
1: Dude, and it's so funny because this is only if you, like, saw Hatchet 1 and remember Hatchet 1 pretty well that you'll get why that scene's so funny. Because she keeps almost drinking it and stopping to talk,
0: then almost drinking it and stopping, and yeah. then he interrupts her. It's, like, so tense, like, don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> do you know who this guy is?
1: No, he's the one I don't, I know he is someone, too.
0: Um, John Carl Butchler, or, uh, I, th- I believe that's correct. Uh, he directed Friday the 13th Part 7.
1: Oh, no shit, he's not the only, like, writer-director we get in this movie.
0: Yeah, he's the reason that Kane Hodder is Jason.
1: That's pretty cool, like, everything comes full circle. Yeah,
0: he also did Troll, not Troll 2, and Ghoulies 3.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ghoulies go to college? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, he, he takes her into his cabin, like, not forcefully scary, like, trying to help her, and they sit by the fire, and... We get that whole nearly drinking piss scene, like, take this, it's warm. <laughs> like, everything about it, if you're in the know, you're like, oh no, no, don't don't just refer to it like that.
0: Yeah, of course it's warm. I hope it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, they're talking and everything, like, what happened? I keep telling people to stay out, this is his water. And he finds out her name, Mary Beth Dunstan, right? That's her last yes. name. And that her dad was Samson Dunstan, and he freaks the fuck out. like Get out! Get out! Like, pulls the shotgun on her. Like, you need to leave now! And, like, mood changes, like, crazy once he learns her last name.
0: And I love even, like, after she leaves, he starts, like, talking to, like, the swamp. Of, like, I didn't know it was a Dunstan. I didn't know it was her. Don't, uh, you know, don't bother me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he knows. Because I guess Victor Crowley pretty much leaves him alone. Like, whatever. You do your thing, I do mine.
0: He's like, you're a Victor Crowley type. You'll be where I am one day.
1: Um, he kicks her out. Also, like, after he kicks her out, he's going through some stuff that he found in, like, all stuff from the victims of Hatchet 1. And he finds the video (laughs) camera from the creepy guy from God Bless America, who, like, the director guy from the first one, and he's going through all the footage, and it's all these girls taking their tops off, like, Girls Gone Wild video. And then they get... Kind of frightening. One, it's great to see the two girls from the first movie yes. pop up again. But then, like, he's just harassing random per- people. And one is very clearly underage. Like, come on, let me see what you got under there. Leave me alone, mister. Like, she had, like, braces or something.
0: Oh, my, it's, they're walking towards a playground. And she's like, stay away from me, mister. I'm only 14. He's like, come here. Also, do you know
1: who that is? No. That is Laura Oritz, who plays Rose in Victor Crowley, Hatchet 4. And, just fun little fact, it's considered canon that it's the same character. Oh shit, nice. (laughs) So that's just a fun little thing. Okay. As, as he kicked Mary Beth out, he did yell, if you want answers, go see Reverend Zombie. That part's important.
0: Yes, which, at uh, Hatchet 1, you get like the tiniest glimpse of Tony Todd, and then he never shows up again, and it's always been like, oh, man, I wish I got more Reverend Zombie Tony Todd, or you get a shit ton in this movie.
1: Oh, yeah, he's the main character this time. Um, Here's a noise outside, he starts yelling, I didn't know who that girl was! <laughs> then Victor Crowley pops up in his cabin, and this... Man, if you wanted to know, man, I wonder if they're going to keep all the gore and the crazy kills. You get your answer right away. Because he, like, disembowels this man. Pulls in his intestines. Oh, he starts crawling away after he (laughs) disembowels him. Pulls him back with his intestines like he's dragging, like, something heavy, like, grabbing rope and pulling (laughs) him. And then wrangles him with his own intestines and pops his head off, doesn't it?
0: I believe so. But yeah, he's like strangling with, I love just the like, he's like goes running away and he gets stopped because he ran out of intestines and then he gets pulled back and it's like, no, it's like, dude, you're dead already.
1: Oh yeah. And it's, it just lets you know, yep, hatchet's back. Here we go. Yeah, (laughs) We got our opening credits and all that stuff. And then we're back on Bourbon Street. Did you get the little cameo that we
0: see here? Oh, this is Adam Green, right?
1: Yeah, the guy like passed out like puking.
0: Which is really funny because me and Liz were watching this together and she was eating. She just got done eating and then you see Adam Green throwing up and she hates people throwing up. So she was immediately like, oh, and she said like, covering her eyes more at that than like later when the guy's testicles are hanging down. Dude,
1: well, this Hatchet isn't a franchise if you do have a weak stomach. You probably want to watch while eating to, in general.
0: Yeah, I'm, just, I'm sitting there eating a mushroom and pepperoni pizza.
1: Well, we're desensitized. Oh, hell, we do this every week. It doesn't really get to us that bad. Oh, God, I'm eating watching Troma. your mushroom pizza. Don't put mushrooms on. Mushrooms are disgusting. It's a fungus.
0: Oh, it's such a great pizza.
1: I yell at you every time. But <laughs> she finds Reverend Zombie played by the incredible Tony Todd and she tells him what happened and we find out that he knew her dad like you're um, Samson's daughter all this stuff then we get the Crowley backstory and so you can't yell at me at the end of the episode Brett these are the only weird kills that you say well did you count them I counted I didn't count Victor Crowley because he's clearly still dead alive but I counted the wife and I counted the mistress Okay. I'm just letting you know so you can't yell at me No, because we saw him die in the first one. We actually don't even see him die here, but we just know he did. He
0: was so sad that he died.
1: Oh, it was very sad. He
0: had one tear going for decades, and then he died. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, We get that whole backstory. So what it is, pretty much, it expands on it a little bit in the first one. Yeah. Um, Thomas Crowley, also played by Kane Hodder, who plays Victor Crowley. Very cool. um, His wife was sick and dying, and the nurse who was taking care of her, he started having an affair with. The wife dies, and... He's, like, hugging the mistress. Not like, yay, she's dead, but, like, you know.
0: Oh, no, they're making whatever.
1: it out. Oh, are they? That's the right, yeah. The wife
0: dies. They immediately join hands and start kissing. And then she, like, they look back, and she's almost like demon lady, and she puts, like a, like, a curse on them.
1: Not on them. She sits up all terrifying looking, puts her hand on the nurse's stomach, who's already pregnant with Victor, and, like, puts a curse on the baby. And it's so cheesy. I love the the line, like... It said when he was born the swamp cried that day. Yeah. Or
0: something like that. We also missed we got a scene of Kane Harder fucking against a counter.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Which <laughs> as soon as that came up, Liz is just like shaking her head. I'm like, get it, Kane! Yeah! I'm like, pants was <laughs> Kane. But
1: that's pretty much all of that. And then Victor Crowley was born was so hideous, all that stuff. Then we know kids were playing a prank, lighting firecrackers on his porch. House caught on fire. Thomas Crowley breaking into the house to save Victor. Accidentally acts Victor in the head. There's the Victor Crowley story. I'm pretty sure we hear every movie.
0: On Halloween night.
1: Yes, on Halloween night. Just because. I'm, I mean, I like that story, but also not enough where I count this as a, well, we have to cover this in October. Episode.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's almost like a throwaway thing of like, oh, yeah, no, it just so happened to happen on Halloween because, of course... <laughs>
1: Yeah, the nurse died after seeing the baby, yada, yada. That's it, okay. Then we get the killing montage. It's like, but that boy didn't stay dead. And we just see a bunch of people dying here, and it's so cool.
0: This wasn't a great line by Liz, because uh, she the, the woman gives birth to Victor Crowley, and there's all this, like, fuck ton of blood comes out of her. And then she dies, and it's like, and she died after she saw her hideous son. And Liz goes, I think she died from blood loss.
1: Most likely. That seems more likely. <laughs> the killing montage is great. You see him rip someone's jaw out. Oh. We he uses a spear, we get a vertical face slice, like it just takes off the front of the face, and then you have like the they live looking remains behind it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff, you know. Here have fun, Kane. Go at it. That's pretty much the <laughs> Exactly.
0: Part. And we have gallons and gallons of blood waiting for you. Just go.
1: Yeah. Then we learn that Mary Beth's dad was one of those kids. The kids who set the fire that Victor Crowley died in. Right. And she wants to go back for her family's remains. Fun fact, if you don't remember Hatchet 1, her dad's Robert England. Yes. But, um, she wants to go back for the family remains. She's telling him like, you gotta come too. And she threatens to tell the police about his illegal boat tours if he doesn't help. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. But you should bring someone perhaps someone close to you an uncle perhaps. Yeah, bring like, your uncle. That <laughs> seems oddly specific thing to request. Yes, you must bring your uncle.
0: Yeah, he's even like bring someone with you, you know, like a boyfriend, an uncle. Do you have an uncle?
1: <laughs> yeah. So let's just get to that now. The whole reason is cuz her dad was Samson and was killed by Victor Crowley. There was two other boys that night too. Samson's brother, who he her uncle, and their other friend the other friend's like a rough, tough guy who's also invited onto this hunting party, and that's why he wants her uncle there. He thinks that Victor Crowley kills the three responsible, Victor Crowley will stop.
0: Right. The other friend is Trent, who was Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw 3.
1: Yeah, played by R.A. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. Apologies if not. Mahalof. That's Mahaloff?
0: That sounds right. But he was also yeah. in that with Kane Hodder, because Kane Hodder did all the stunts for Texas 3.
1: Oh, okay. He was in 2 also, wasn't he?
0: I don't think he For was in two. stunts only. He might have been. I don't... Th- I, don't I thought know.
1: he was on the bus at the beginning. Possibly. I don't know. I feel like year two, how we mentioned Friday the 13th on every episode in year one, year two is Texas Chainsaw 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so, she goes home and he's talking to... What's his name here? Uh, Justin, who's played by Perry Shen, who was Sean... From Hatchet 1, also played by Perry Shen's brother. Yeah. And he gives him a list of people to call. Uh, Perry Shen is in every movie in this franchise, and I love it.
0: I love that he plays the brother in this one, so he has a goatee.
1: Yes, which, if you want to like take it to Cartoon World, would mean he's the evil twin brother. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, if this is the Star Trek mirror universe, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he gives him a list of people to call. At home, Mary Beth's Uncle Bob, played by Tom Holland. No, not mm. Spider-Man, the other one.
0: Yes, where I just watched Fright Night the other day, so it was perfect.
1: That's her Uncle Bob. He comes over, she tries to get him to join. He's like, you stay away from Reverend Zombie. Why do you call him that? His name's something, I don't know. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, I love it. It's just like, his name's Dan. It's not Dan, but it's like, his name is just a normal name. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not Reverend Zombie. Um, but he's like, no, you stay away from there, all that stuff. But she goes anyway, and all these hunters, and I think there's hunters, right? And just general people with guns are gathered at the shop.
0: Yeah, where he's offering a $500, like, if you come out to the swamp with me for the night, uh, I'll give you $500. If you bring me the head of Victor Crowley, you get $5,000. And I'd be like, fuck you, I'm going to take this head to like the news and do it on there, and I'm going to get way more than five grand.
1: Yeah, probably. I'd imagine so. Or they'd be like, why did you just kill a poor man living in the woods?
0: Yeah, you killed a poor deformed man that misses this tad. Yeah. You're going to jail. Take the five grand. Yeah.
1: I love Justin is serving like hors d'oeuvres to people as they come in, which is just Chips Ahoy, and he's he's doing just like his brother did the first one, putting on the fake Cajun accent and everything. He's like, Ah, would you like a cookie to everybody? <laughs>
0: yes. Well, I thought he was doing like a French thing.
1: Yeah, I think that is yeah. like that area. Okay. Like all the Cajun yeah, stuff. True, yeah.
0: But he has like the beret on and everything. And I think it's Trent yeah. goes walking by and he's like, knock off the shit.
1: Yeah, I'm not a tourist. But what well, he's saying, like, yeah, you all get $500. What are we hunting? Victor Crowley. Half of them leave. Real quick, before <laughs> half of them leave, let's talk about this. Yes, This scene is incredible. Because also, Uncle Bob has shown up at this point. He's sitting there. Right. So in this scene alone, this room, you have Tony Todd, Candyman. Mm-hmm. You have Danielle Harris, Jamie from Halloween. Right. You have Lloyd fucking Kaufman <laughs> <laughs> is out there. You have Leatherface. Who else do we have? You have Tom Holland, like we said. It's just insane, like, the amount of people in this shot.
0: I want to know how many times has Lloyd Kaufman played Man in Crowd?
1: Yeah, and I love, like... Or like Hunting Victor Crowley, Lloyd, like, throws his hands up, shakes his head, stands up, and leaves with a bunch of the other... He
0: still does his, like, Lloyd Kaufman, like, shtick that he's known for, of just, like, the overacting of, like, the, whoa! And his arms are going, and he's, like, pumping his arms and, like, running out of there, basically.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Trent, who's played by R. R. A. Mahaloff, as, again, again, unsure pronunciation, he is going to leave, and Zombie is very insistent on him joining, like, sweetens the deal for him. Because he has ulterior
0: motives. And all this, like, this entire speech about Victor Crowley, it's just made so much better. Just because, like, Tony Todd's voice is fucking awesome. Like, yeah, how oh, he's... Oh, he's
1: hamming it up. Yeah, he's doing great.
0: And he's doing all this candy man. Like, I can't do a, to- I can't do a Tony Todd Candyman, but he has a way of speaking that really pulls yeah. you in and stuff like this. And he's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, definitely. We get this line, which, honestly, I... I separate Hatchet and Friday the Thirteenth, even though it's Kane Hodder so much like because I love both of them. And so I'm like, oh yeah, there's this other thing. Mm-hmm. So that this is a compliment to Hatchet when I say this. I'm completely forgetting about Friday the Thirteenth Kane Hodder. Like I'm just thinking Hatchet Kane Hodder when I watch this. And then the one guy goes like. They're explaining Victor Crowley, like, what, you mean like a Jason Voorhees or something? (laughs) And I honestly don't think I even caught it on previous watches, because I wasn't even thinking about it.
0: Yeah, where I mean,
1: I caught the line, but didn't catch the, oh yeah, Kane Hodder.
0: Yeah, Kane Hodder makes Victor Crowley just so much of his own thing as well, where like, you even see Victor Crowley, and you go, oh, Kane Hodder, Jason Voorhees. You go, oh shit, there's Victor Crowley.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Next scene, we get all our boats going downriver, going to hunt Victor Crowley, and- find his boat as he told Justin. He didn't tell Justin his brother is dead. This reminds me of the bus scene from the first one, to the same point where I'm like, we probably could have shaved some time off here on this boat.
0: Yeah, but also, this movie's only like an hour and 20 minutes, so it's all—it's not... Uh, it, what was it um, that we watched before? Was it Fade to Black that it was like, most of this could be cut out?
1: <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. But... Throw in some extra kills, then.
0: Come on, give me some more gore. For a Hatchet movie, we do go through, like, a period of time where there's no gore no killing, which is really, like, looking at all the other movies, I think this might be the longest span of time that you get without, like, blood and gore.
1: Oh, they make up for it, though. Oh, yeah. Reverend Zombie and Mary Beth are discussing if Victor Crowley can even be killed or not, and she's like, I heard him. I drew blood. If he can die. Like, if if he can hurt, he can die, I think she says.
0: Yeah, but I love everyone keeps bringing up, they're like, yeah, he's a ghost, though. So, you can't hurt a ghost, and she's like, I think you can.
1: <laughs> you know that's always been my biggest gripe about Hatch and how they always call him a ghost.
0: Yeah, the fact that it's a ghost thing, like, I get that it's like an apparition, almost, like, he relives the same day over and over again. I forget what Tony Todd called it. But, um... Yeah,
1: but- that is a monster, my friends. That is not yeah. a ghost.
0: I I would much rather it be like no, he just like reforms every night. Like yeah, the ghost part, yeah. like you never see him like transparent and like form and like from mist into Victor Crowley. Then I would almost buy it more of like, okay, he's a ghost. This is almost just like he's a zombie creature thing.
1: Yeah. So they're searching land, they can't find the house. Like I thought it was here, I don't know, but they decide to all split up and not even like into two groups into like six different groups. Like everyone kind of breaks off on their own search.
0: Scooby and Shaggy, you take the basement. I'm going to take Velma and Daphne upstairs to the bedroom.
1: <laughs> exactly. There's two guys who don't believe they're just there for their 500 bucks. Cause they're obviously like, yeah, we're not going to kill something that doesn't exist. They're just hanging out by the river, shooting at gators. And you hear the, Daddy! (laughs) Cry for the first time in the movie.
0: Which is just such a fun... Like, Jason has, like, the... Like, Freddy has, like, the music, or you get, like, the claws scraping, you know? And Victor Crowley gets, Daddy! I miss you!
1: (laughs) I mean, it's... Kane Hodder's characters have some parental issues.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Where he, um... This is definitely, like, people complain about... Like, millennials sometimes don't move out, and it takes them for a while to move out. Victor Crowley's the original one. Oh, yeah. He's not <laughs> leaving his dad for nothing. His dad's like, go get a job. Wendy's is hiring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Victor Crowley's chopping up your Baconator with a hatchet and a belt sander. Baconator!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there's two guys down by the river that are just hanging out there, and they hear something like, what was that? Victor Crowley lunges out with his hatchet, doesn't chop him, they just bludgeons him to death with the blunt end of his hatchet. Yeah. Like he's on top of him just smashing his face in.
0: It's a very, it's very much like, um, think of the gun kill in uh, Halloween four where Michael grabs a gun yeah. and you think he's going to shoot, but he stabs him with it. That's another one of these that I always love. It's like, Oh, you think they're going to just like decapitate him, but yeah, he just takes the blunt end and just smushes his face.
1: Yeah. Like it's, and it holds on it. Look, nothing in this is cut. If there's gore to be had, it's going to hold on.
0: And thank God, don't cut any of this. The more blood splatter in a hatchet movie, the better. It doesn't work for every movie, but for a hatchet series, you know what you're getting into, and I'm like, yes. Oh, and I'm not even
1: saying, like, oh, I need these for a movie I love. Like, we gave The Fly, uh, both of us gave it a perfect 10, and there's like one death in it. Right. So it's not like I need a giant kill fest, but man, are they fun when we do get them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, the other gator guy runs away, gets to the boat, and he's trying to leave and everything, and Victor pops out of the water. We get a Wilhelm scream from the guy, yes he's thrown into the water. I'm glad you called and, that. Oh, yeah. Dude, that scream is everywhere. Like, once you notice it, you'll never unnotice it. <laughs> I I try to do it all the time. I can't
0: do it. Neither can I. I wish I could.
1: But we get a broke a broat. A boat propeller (laughs) kill. Like, he grabs the guy's face underwater and, like, pushes it up to the boat propeller, and that's pretty cool. Like, they get creative with these ones.
0: Yeah, and it almost, like, his face turns into, like, the Demogorgon from, like, Stranger Things. It just, like, flies open.
1: Yeah. Zombie is telling, Reverend Zombie is telling Justin the plot to have Victor kill Uncle Bob and Trent, and he explains why and everything. And Justin's not really on board for this. Like, that's murder. He goes, I didn't force them to come. You kind of really pushed them to, though.
0: Yeah, you stood in the doorway and kind of did stop some of them, so...
1: Yeah. Um, let's see, all of our groups are split up. We have this ex-couple, which we had dialogue on the boat oh, ride God. earlier. So the they split up. The girl's still really into him, all that stuff. Um, they're hanging out, and they start... Kissing and, and then turns on to their fucking. And look, we'll get to what happens to them in a minute, but I want to parse some of this dialogue that is said here. Okay. Because he's behind her is like, do you, do you love me? Uh, do you love me? Say you love me. I I love, I love you. What? Say it like that. And then, do you love it? Yeah. Do you love it more than chocolate ice chocolate ice cream?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love. Do it. you love it more than baby <laughs> baby Jesus? It's like. Why would you ask me that? <laughs> well he's like, no, that's not proper. Or she says something like that and he's no, like ain't right or something like that. It's like, no, tell me you love me more than Jesus. Uh, I, I love this more than baby Jesus. <laughs> and he's not even he's like hardly into it. It's like, oh, thrust. Like exhale, thrust, oh <laughs> god damn it, like why'd I do this?
1: <laughs> but he's beheaded while they're having sex, we should point out it's doggy style so she does not know it. Right. Or else that would be weird. And as his head gets cut off, his body like convulses, and it's like, that, 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 like jackhammer for a 2nd Or like, you're not done, you are not done, because after he stops, and she turns around, and obviously sees Victor Crowley, starts crawling away with, I don't even want to parse how this is going on <laughs> <Which> <laughs> to go through like it, what's still there what isn't like
0: <laughs> well it's also funny because like like you said like he gets decapitated he turns into like rabbit mode for a second and she's like oh god yes and then she he stops and she's like no you're not done it starts like backing into him
1: <laughs> yeah she starts going away victor crowley obviously gets her uh She's killed by a hatchet, and the hatchet's, like, stuck in her. A he, Like, you get the... He's pulling it up, pulling it out. Camera goes to a tree. I'm like, okay, let's see it. You hear the sound of the hatchet's pulled out, and a giant blood splash against the tree, which is, like, a bucket of blood.
0: Yeah, which, you know, Adam Green is just standing off camera with a bucket of blood. Like, action! Sploosh! <laughs> That's what my movies are known for.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. What was it that people called it? It was the Splat Pack. I remember there was that hmm. name. Like, it was... Adam Green, Rob Zombie, Eli Roth, yeah. and James Wan, I think, back okay. in the day. They called the Splat Pack, like all those guys who were just going nuts with the gore in the early 2000s.
0: Oh yeah, from like like early 2000s to like 2010-ish, I would say. It went like extreme. Yeah. That's when there's um Hostel, when the girl's eye gets burned out, and it's just like nothing, and like all the Saw movies started and whatnot. It's just like extreme, like Gore porn, and it's 100% oh, yeah. accurate to call it, you know.
1: Yeah, it, and it's all those guys' fault. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. I'm not even complaining, but yeah, he, that's them, officer. Yes. <laughs> the cabin group, the cabin group. Okay, I should clarify that. It's Trent, Justin, Mary Beth, Uncle Bob, and Reverend Zombie. Okay, so they're all there, and they hear, uh, what, the gunshots, Right. Right. Oh no! They hear the the Crowley cry, and they barricade the door, and that's pretty much it. We're jumping around group to group. There's the guy who was really into the Chips Ahoy cookies, and this silent
0: character. They oh, hear a noise, and they're like, "Man, you hear that?" Uh the Vernon is the one guy. He was um a writer for Jackass Forever, and I think he was also in it. Oh, cool! Yeah. Oh, he also was in uh, Trevor Moore's High and Church. That's really funny.
1: Oh, that's cool. They hear a noise, like, what the hell is that? And I thought we were going to get the fake out, like it's a raccoon, it's a gator, you know, something, like yeah. a bird. But no, it's you hear a chainsaw start. And then, holy shit. <laughs> you see the chainsaw come out of the woods. I expect within half a second to see Victor Crowley come out of the woods. No, it's like a 12-foot chainsaw comes out of the woods. Like, in Mandy, the giant chainsaw there. Yes. But even bigger.
0: Yeah, the, uh, Leatherface sees this. He's just immediately like, boing, 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 boing. Like, He's like, oh man, why isn't mine that big? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, but he comes out, and they're both standing there, like, and he just... Reaches out with the giant chainsaw a little and comes up and gets both of them in the dick at the same time. Lifts them off the ground. You see testicles, like oh. bloody testicles hanging there and everything. It's great. I love it.
0: Yeah, that part of like, and I love, that's what I love about Adam Green so much in these movies. Is he does not shy away of like, they're getting chainsawed in the dick. They're, I'm going to show their testicles like descend and then fall off.
1: The first three Hatchet movies are all, like, over a few-hour time span, like, over a, a weekend, right. pretty much, you know? And I think in three, if I'm not mistaken, there's a line where they're going through the woods, like, I'm pretty sure I just found someone's testicles in a tree.
0: Yeah, I th- I <laughs> think,
1: like, that's there.
0: If I remember right, you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, like, I love that they keep this up.
0: Even the guy from the first Hatchet, like, the emo kind of guy with, like, the weird smiley face shirt, he shows back yeah. up in the third one.
1: Yeah. There's the it's one guy I the... just want to do three and four like tomorrow. Yes. Like, I just want to do all the hatchet movies. Oh
0: yes. Like, yeah, just do like triple feature this week.
1: <laughs> yes. But yeah, they got their balls chainsawed off. They're hearing all the commotion up at the cabin, and Mary Beth and Justin hide. They tell them to, and he tells Justin no, she tells her zombies' plan, like to have them both killed, and she runs out to Warner, Uncle Bob, like, what's going to happen? Victor Crowley appears in the closet that Justin <laughs> is hiding in. I shouldn't be shocked because there's holes all through the wall of this cabin. If you barricade the door, like, I will just walk through this man-sized hole over here.
0: Yeah, exactly. And this, uh, Victor Crowley has, like, semi-Jason powers of, like, he can teleport from place to place. When, unconfirmed.
1: When, unconfirmed.
0: When the story, uh, is convenient for it. <laughs>
1: Yes, that's the that's the way. Just like Jason's unconfirmed, but yeah, he's teleporting.
0: Yeah, we're like, there's no way that he's watching so-and-so climb up a mast of a ship, and he's standing there at the bottom, and then two seconds later, he's right behind him.
1: <laughs> he's very fast.
0: Yes. Um,
1: Victor Crowley comes out, hatchets Justin, um, slams him up against the wall, like, with the hatchet. I think he's dead there. But no, we're doing all our greatest hits from the first one because he comes back out with the belt sander yeah. and takes it to the back of his head.
0: And it is very much the thing of, like, they play it as, we're bringing out the belt sander. And it's almost like, hold for applause.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you hear it start up and yeah. it's a minute and, like, everyone knows. It's like,
0: belt sander! Belt sander! <laughs> and I love how they do it of, like, they, like, belt sand his skull off down to the brain and then just smashes it open with the belt sander
1: (laughs) oh it's like gooey pussy like exactly how it would be too Yeah, he bursts out of that room throws Mary Beth up against the wall and then we get the Trent Victor Crowley fight which is actually pretty cool because Trent's a big dude you know he's a Leatherface Yeah, so like those two going at it's actually pretty cool like they're in a fight fight for a little bit
0: well because this is like the closest you're ever going to get to like Leatherface versus Jason
1: yeah but that's going on it's really cool um zombie while this is going on like pulls Mary Beth out of the house She's like no stop stop he's like trying to get her out i'm saving your life girl or something like that and the way trent gets finished off is pretty cool because basically the bite the curb except he puts his head like on a table like his mouth on the edge of the table and like what he kicks it right
0: Yes, yeah, he kicks it, and his head, like, halves, like, at the mouth, where, like, the top of his head goes scooting across the table, and he, like, blinks, and then his body just falls to the ground. It's a pretty simple kill, but this might be my favorite in the entire movie.
1: Oh, man, now that you say that, I don't know if I considered my favorite kill for the movie, which this is the one I definitely should.
0: Yeah, I know, something about it, just the simplicity of it, and, like, I don't know if I've ever seen that happen before.
1: I mean, the only thing I can think of was, like, the, but was it, American History X? The, like, the curb thing? Yeah, yeah. That's, like, the closest, but this is different. Oh, yes, yeah. And, honestly, not to spoil what something that happened in Studio 666 recently was very similar as well.
0: Oh, yes, RIP. But with,
1: but with a twist. Yes. Yes. Man, my favorite might be the opening, the intestine kill.
0: That one is really good, because I do love a good, like, whenever, like, intestines are, like, used to kill the person. It's just, like, an extra level of, oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, that might be my favorite. I don't know, there's so many good ones. And then you have, like, the bloody balls. You have the mid-coitus, like, (laughs) (laughs) and there's so many in this one. I don't even know what I'd pick. Oh, or what we'll get to in a little bit when tony todd gets it
0: yeah the gut one at the very beginning reminds me of this video i saw like a couple weeks ago it was like an antelope at the water and a crocodile comes up and like bites its side but it gets away but there's this huge hole in its side so when it runs away all of its guts fall out and it like runs over its guts and then you just see it stop and like look down at its guts and he's just like oh that's fucked up
1: Oh, good fucking God, dude. Never send me anything like that. I don't want to see real life shit.
0: I think I saw that on TikTok.
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I'm fine with this. I know it's fake. I know they all went to catering after.
0: Yeah. No, that stuck with me.
1: Like, Yeah, that would, that would haunt me a bit. Yeah, fuck that. But... Where are we at? So Trent's dead with the whole scoot across the table. <laughs> like how you describe it as it scoots. Yeah, scoots. Well, it <laughs> I didn't realize you said that. It
0: like slides and scoots across and it stops and you like blinks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then Uncle Bob comes like around the corner through the hallway. Victor's staring him down. Come on, you hatchet faced fuck! <laughs> is the line he said, which is just awesome.
0: Yeah, and this entire time now we get like the outside shot of. A Reverend Zombie is holding Mary Beth back, which is also, like, gigantic Tony Todd, like, holding back, like, tiny little Daniel Harris. It's like, you could do it with, like, one hand, almost.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, well, she's, like, spitting fire right here. She's, like, angry and, like, mad. You never know. But you just see buckets of blood seen (laughs) splashing onto the windows and through the house. I wonder who's winning.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, just Uncle Bob comes walking out, like, we're okay. <laughs> He's like holding Victor Crowley's head. <laughs> I want my five grand. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a twist that would be. Holy I, shit. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um
1: but zombie says it's all over, and he tells Mary Beth what happened. there is like Trent, your dad, and your uncle, the three men who went and killed Victor Crowley, now like their sins have been made up for and have died at Crowley's hand or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah, this is also just 100% him just like, thinking, maybe this is what will help Victor Crowley die. Like, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, there's no, like, ancient scrolls about him or anything. Like, But he's dead set on this. Yes, that's definitely it. And he's like, the swamp is mine. And he's gonna (laughs) shoot her because she says, like, I'm gonna you're not going to get away with it or anything. He why does he want the swamp? I guess gator hunting is a big well, thing.
0: This is all about his fucking tourist like thing where he takes tours on like swamp boats through the swamp. And he's like, "Now I can tour this part of the swamp."
1: <laughs> I want someone who has a lot more free time than me to put that line from Tony Todd saying it over Shrek and superimpose that, please. <laughs> the swamp is mine. My... This is my swamp. Um, but he's gonna shoot her and she's like there's just one thing and by the way victor crowley is so polite he waits for the perfect moment like oh is that my cue now well this is all going on because he's not dead (laughs) like there's only one thing my uncle died when i was nine years old from leukemia or something like that and she's like that was my daddy's best friend so not her blood uncle
0: yeah we just called him uncle
1: yeah, exactly. And you see Reverend Zombie's face just go to what, like, Victor, like, opens the door <laughs> right there. And he's just, like, doing the one trademark Kane or like, shoulder breathing, yeah. like, angry, intimidating thing. And he's like, oh, you've gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> he comes running out and grabs Zombie and they get into a fight. Like, he... I think he breaks his back or he hatches... Oh, he cuts him in half. Yeah, yeah like, at the waist, he cuts him in half and... Tony Todd, Reverend Zombie's laying there what I think is dead already, but I was incorrect.
0: Other than the fact that like, okay, I get what they're doing. It's like, okay, Candyman and Jason are facing off because like, Reverend Zombie it, like goes like, approaching Victor Crowley, and it's like, what are you doing? Why are you going head to head You're not Candyman. You're, you're just Reverend Zombie here. You're not Candyman. It would have been so funny as if like, uh, Tony Todd went to like, go hook him with his hand but he looks at it and he's like, like, does the finger shake? And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would have hated it, but it would have been funny. Oh, yeah. I would take that in a blooper reel. Yes. <laughs> but, man, there was a moment when, like, because they're squaring off, and Victor Crowley's, like, swinging the hatchet outside. You just see, like, it, I'm like, this is so cool right now when I take a step back and think of who these two guys are just killing each other right now. i like, that's, cute. that's Jason attacking Candyman. It's just wild. The
0: Kane is chopping Tony
1: Todd in half like a tree.
0: But he cuts him in half, he's laying there, and then Victor
1: Crowley Uh reaches down with the top half of the still barely alive Reverend Zombie, and you hear, like, crunch, crunch, I think he's grabbing his spine, yes, like, his exposed spine, and rips him out of his skin, like, all of his muscle and everything like that, and then there's just, like, a a floppy skin suit on the ground, (laughs) and, like... A muscular system being held up by Victor Crowley, and what, he throws it, like, swings it against a tree or something? Well,
0: no, he, he's still, Tony Todd is still alive, and Victor Crowley just tosses him into the bush.
1: Oh, well, he's dead in within three seconds after that, but yeah, But
0: think about, like, Tony Todd's laying there like, fucking, why didn't you make this quick like the rest of them? Now I'm gonna lay here in pain for, like, a couple minutes probably. Quick
1: like the rest of them, the guys who had their like balls chainsawed off with like a word.
0: But you think those guys got killed a lot quicker than him just laying there? And like he could still be there that night and like a raccoon come by and start eating him.
1: <laughs> There's no way in hell he would survive into the night with no skin. Would your body even let you feel that much pain? No. I feel like after a while, like your pain sensors would be like, Yeah, we don't have
0: anything for this, like there's no way you can even experience what's happening. There's no way that you don't go into shock after getting all your skin yeah. removed.
1: Yeah, I don't think you'd feel a thing to be honest at that point.
0: Speaking of that, another fucked up video, and this one is from fucking high school, and the fucking school showed us this. Yeah, um, did you ever, it was um something about like the cruelties of like meat and stuff, and it was like these people skinned a raccoon alive, and it was still walking around.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember those kind of videos Yeah, That's not a fun thing to watch. I
0: still remember that over a decade later. Yeah. Like, uh, thanks, high school. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> Quit telling me all this, like, terrible animal stuff today. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only animal I want to see die is Victor Crowley here in a minute. Yes. Because um, after the whole killing Reverend Zombie, Mary Beth grabs the hatchet and hatchets him in the face like his original death. He falls down. She gets on top of her and starts hatcheting him over and over. She shouts, go to hell! She, like, gets him, like, 20 times. His face is just a pile of mush like that first guy he got when he was bludgeoning. Yes. And I love this camera shot because it's, a, like, not a first-person camera shot, but it's, like, the camera is essentially Victor Crowley's vision. And, like, or right under it because... the You just see her, like, screaming with more and more blood flying up each time she's swinging that hatchet up. And it's great. And it goes on, which shouldn't be too long, but I love it. And then she gets up and leaves. I'm like, oh, so that's the movie, right? She comes back with the (laughs) shotgun. Again, that same camera shot She goes, fuck you! You hear the shot, and you see the facial remains, like, blow away. And then instant credits, which I forget is a thing they do in all these movies like that.
0: Oh, and it's instant credits right into, like, metal.
1: Yeah, exactly. Man, I want to watch this movie again, like, right now. I This is one of those rare times I watched it twice for the show.
0: Yeah, it's a fun movie, and a whole, like, it's a fun series in general.
1: Yeah, I, this whole friend and it's a, it's, uh, four movies in the whole series, but they're all really short. So those are quick, like, marathon watch if yeah. you're ever in the mood for something
0: like that. And I love how he, whenever he premiered, uh, Adam Green, like, premiered Victor Crowley. It was for, oh, like, yeah. a special anniversary of the first Hatchet. And then he's like, okay, well, after the movie, stick around. I got a brand new fucking movie for you. Could you imagine being in that crowd, already pumped to see Hatchet 1? On the screen. And now you're like. And now here's Hatchet 4. No one even knew it was a thing. And just like holy shit.
1: I won't lie. When I see Adam Green has like an appearance at a convention. Or screenings. Or is getting an award or anything. I'm always like checking in on Twitter that day. I'm like I wonder if he's going to do like Hatchet 5 like this. And yeah. no one knows it exists. I do like check it every now and then. I'm always
0: curious. Which I hope. And I hope and I hope. That he does Hatchet 5 at some point.
1: Well, I think I said this in our Hatchet 1 episode, but that was so long ago, it bears repeating, I guess. What I love about, like, Victor Crowley and everything so much is because it really gave us a slasher icon way after we had all of our slasher icons. I think I I even paired these two together, the only two, and one only has one movie, the second one coming out, well, I guess two, but whatever, is Art the Clown and Victor Crowley are really the only two I can think of like this that have come out in like
0: recenter times. Yeah, like a new slasher character that actually stuck.
1: Yeah, and I don't mean there hasn't been new slashers, but like they have gotten like Multiple movies and things like that.
0: And they're actually loved by the fans. It's not just like, oh, okay, here's just generic slasher person. Yawn, who cares? It's like, yeah. the, there's enough of a new character to these, like you said, Art and Victor of like, oh, okay, they have their own like kind of twist to them where it makes it really interesting.
1: Yeah, there's something there. They have legs like to go yeah. on. So, yeah, that's all I pretty much have on Hatchet 2, I think. Um, just... Everything about this movie. The amount of like faces in it. And look, I know these are all cheap pops. Like if if some like (laughs) legit film critic said to like, Oh, I don't care about any of these things. I'd be like, Yeah, I get that. But for me, you throw in buckets of blood in the house, like strangle someone with their intestines, have cameos from all of my favorite people, I'm in. And I know that's cheap. But man, I don't care.
0: But also it does the cameo with people you know well. Because there's been other movies like um Death House Did you ever see Death House where is the expendables uh, of horror Oh
1: no I keep I hear it's bad but uh, I keep meaning to watch it
0: It has every single person you could ever think of that you would want in it Doesn't and, it it has like what
1: Barbara Crampton Kane Hodder Robert Englund like everyone right
0: Oh yeah um fuck who's the guy from Hills Have Eyes uh and he's also in Devils Rejects I didn't fuck that chicken
1: Michael Berryman
0: Yeah he's in it um Bill Mosley. I, I was it.
1: legit watching Hills Have Eyes earlier today. Oh, nice. It, so I'm like, I should know this.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it has everybody, and it is a stinking turd of a movie. So that mean that goes to show you, just because you have a million awesome cameos, doesn't mean that you're gonna like it. Adam Green did it right.
1: Oh, he's great. Like I keep wanting to watch. Like I keep wanting him to put more out. I wish he would. Like I know what well, he did that TV show. Right? Was it Holliston? Was that him?
0: Oh, I'm not sure. I know he does Oh, like, yeah, because um, they
1: even have like a cameo of it in Reverend Zombie's shop. Like, there's a news report from that town and everything. So okay. that makes
0: sense. I never heard of that.
1: It's. I think it's on Shudder. I'm not positive. Okay. But you want to get to Count of the Dead? Yes,
0: let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh.
1: All right, if you're new here, The Count of the Dead is what we do, where we tally up all the deaths in the movie, and we add them to our grand total of all the movies we've done up to this point to get a nice big number. The last episode we did was Destroy All Monsters, which left us with a count of the dead of 995. Where do you think Hatchet 2 brought us? God, I
0: hope we get over 1,000.
1: Holy crap. Oh, <laughs> well, wait. We'll see if we do.
0: Um, God, I know that there was quite a number in here. I'm going to say 15. It's a
1: big number. You're going to say 15? Yeah. It's real close. Seventeen.
0: Oh, damn. Okay. I'm not going to argue with more death.
1: Yes, which brings us to account count of the dead of... Uh? Brett, we finally hit it. Uh? One thousand and twelve.
0: Yes! We got over a thousand.
1: Dude, and you know what? What a movie to help ring us into a thousand kills than Hatchet 2.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not like a movie that it's like... It, it kind of had one kill, so we just barely squeak over. No, we fucking destroyed this thousand. <laughs> Yeah, we ran through that tape at the end
1: of the race, and we kept going.
0: Yeah, we're Forrest Gump, we're like, who doesn't know how to stop. He just keeps running out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Well, every week Greg does his count of the dead, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh. and I do my ratings from Dimension Z.
1: Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I liked like on the fly one where I put the buzz in. I'm like, if I can think of something yeah. from the movie, I'll do
0: that. I like it. Um, So basically, I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best, and I pick something from the movie to rate the thing. Um, Sounds reasonable. I'm going to go with Intestine Strangling. Oh,
1: okay. I like
0: it. So a number one intestine strangling, it's like, it barely gets around (laughs) your throat. It's not very good. You're almost trying to help the guy with it. He's not quite sure what to do. Like, you kind of feel bad for him because you know he's kind of self-conscious. At the end of the day, he ends up just stuffing your intestines back in, and you're both fine.
1: Yeah, (laughs) sorry about that.
0: Yeah, just like, I'm sorry. I wanted to give it a shot. It wasn't for me. Um, a okay. number 10 intestine strangling. I'm thinking like, I mean, Victor Crowley ripping his fucking, this guy's intestines out and wrapping them around his throat and strangling them. It's almost like you make a noose out of the intestines and hang the person with their own intestines, maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to give Hatchet 2 a solid, I'm going to give it a seven intestine stranglings out of ten.
1: Nice. I can take a seven.
0: Which it's this entire series. The Hatchet... The Hatchet series I don't think will ever get a 10 from me because they're not that kind of movie. But you have so much fucking fun with them that it's hard not to. There's some really cheesy parts. But then there's also some really brutal, brutal parts. And it just all somehow forms into the perfect like soup.
1: I get what you mean. I also did not go 10. But here's the thing. I came damn close. I can't believe I'm rating this as high. But I sat and thought about it because I had that thought. I'm like, I can't, I can't rate Hatch 2 this high. I'm like, yes, I can. I and yes, I will. Nine intestinal stranglings out of ten. Damn. I love this movie. This is right up my alley. It's, for me, 100%. And there's, like I said, there's some like parts where I feel like, not drug, because the movie moves a million miles a second, but could have swapped out for something else. But, like, even, like, the cheesy ghost stories being told by Tony Todd could have been really boring in any other movie. But, like, they pulled off, like, everyone in this movie does great. It's just funny enough brutal that I love it. Yeah, yeah. Just a couple things stopped it from hitting that 10, but yeah, 9 out of 10 intestinal
0: stranglings. I can't argue with you at all with that, because this is just always a fun movie, and after you get done watching any of these, you just have a smile on your face. Oh, definitely. Like,
1: I'm always in a good mood after I watch Hatchet, Yeah, and it's never like, a, oh, whatever. So, like, I can't rate it low. I'm like, if a movie can do that to me still after I've seen it so many times, like, yeah, it's got to be up there. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what I got on that. Should we talk about next week? Yes. Yeah, so what are we doing next week, Greg? Well, Brett from Dimension Z has suckered me into doing more Italian horror earlier than I expected us to get back to it. So, next week, you better put on some Goblin, because we're doing Deep Red.
0: Yes, get ready for some awesome organ solos, grab a pizza, grab some spaghetti and meatballs, and get ready for some Italian horror.
1: Yeah, find your creepiest toys possible. (laughs) Yes. Like, this
0: fucking soundtrack... Rules. (laughs)
1: rules <laughs> oh it's great i love the soundtrack to this movie so yeah uh deep red it is streaming on maybe Tubi. i know Shudder.
0: yes it's on shutter for sure i know right now
1: yeah I, I think it's probably on more stuff than that but well and that's also man that episode will drop in may we're recording this in april so i don't know if it still is but as of now it's on shutter it's been on there for a while
0: and have you haven't seen deep red shame on you I get no. I get it. People <laughs> haven't. It's not exactly a mainstream movie. No, it's not. But it is fun. So I can't wait to talk all about it.
1: Yeah. So I went to. Speaking of Deep Red, I went to Ide's, this cool like comic record and movie store, like collectible store out in Pittsburgh, uh, the other day, and I found Deep Red one featuring Troy Howarth, our friend who's been on this show before. He is on the commentary for it, so that was cool to see. And two. For $50, so I did yeah. not buy it, the Arrow version, but they had a lot of cool stuff, so it was just cool to see it, and I'm like, oh, I'm doing that movie next week.
0: Oh, and then, like, you sent me the picture of it, and I was like, oh, shit, there's Troy Howard's name! Like, we know him! Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I I did uh, get a hold of Troy, because I couldn't find, like, a solid release here. I kept seeing two different ones, so I'm like, yeah. hey, when did Deep Red come out?
0: <laughs> and he's the guy to go to, for sure.
1: Oh, Definitely. But yeah, so that'll be next week, Deep Red. This was Hatchet 2. That's all I pretty much got.
0: Yeah, that's all I got. So we hope that Hatchet 2 has left your brain throbbing with horror. Ah, it seems you've survived another fright.
1: Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform or else. Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be
0: ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.